0: Welcome to the Financial Heartbeat Podcast with Mike Klauke. In this podcast, we talk about overcoming the challenges families and business owners face in their financial lives. We discuss big and small life events, the implications, and how to plan ahead and control what you can. Let us help you redefine the retirement that's in front of you into a better one. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome
1: to another Financial Heartbeat Podcast with Mike Klauke. Well, guess what, everybody? You know, when, when you when you have the level of, uh, of expertise and you have the level of uh, experience and the amount of clients that Mike Klauke has and everybody at Klauke Investments, here's the deal. There are some consistencies and questions. And so today we are going to ask Mike, what is the biggest question that he's seeing and hearing right now from his clients and prospects? So Mike, welcome to the show and tell us what the questions are.
2: Well, the biggest question that I get and I'm getting it a couple of times a week because of the folks that we're working with is this the time for me to retire. And, you know, that's a really fascinating question because it's it's a so many different level question, Matt. You know, you could talk about is it time to retire from a purely do I have enough money in the bank? You know, is it enough do I want to retire because it's time for me because my job is no longer there? Sometimes it's, I've got to retire because I have a major health issue, or I just actually this morning got off the phone with someone who's thinking about stepping back to a part-time position because unfortunately they found out that their father-in-law is, you know, has three to six months to live, and she may be taking some serious time off of her job because she's going to be a big part of the hospice care, you know, and, and the conversation was, you know, how will that affect my retirement? So- Bottom line is, it is a spectacular question. It's a great question. And it's a question I love to have with people, Matt, long before they're ready to retire. I like to be having this conversation when they're seven, 10, maybe even 15 years out, so we can put a plan together so that they're able to be ready to retire.
1: Let's, what is the first question that you ask? So somebody asks you that question. I'm assuming that you go right back and say, "Well, what do you think about this?"
2: <laughs> I do. I mean, that really is what we do. The first thing I say is why. I mean, why? What what is causing you to want to retire? And and it's interesting because there's I've found really four very different reasons that people fall into. One is illness, which we just talked about, where either they get sick, their spouse gets sick, maybe a family member gets sick, or or their body just physically can no longer do the job i I work with a lot of folks in the trades and you know after a point in time you just can't pour concrete anymore i i remember one of my really good clients that's been a friend of mine for a long time and you know he he just reached a point he was a heck of a concrete foreman could pour concrete anywhere where he just one day said to me mike my body just can't do it anymore So that's one of the reasons that people retire. Now, in that same vein, and I sort of call these things you can't control, you know, we just had a situation where a company basically downsized and, you know, the position went away and the person's like, you know, I've just made the decision and he's in his mid-50s that I don't think I need to work anymore and I don't want to learn a new job. So that's one of the reasons that, people will retire, is is maybe their job has changed or their illness or they're sick and they no longer really can, you know, can continue to work. The other reason is sometimes it's a date. You know, for instance, I, I work with a lot of educators because my wife, is a teacher at Prairie View Elementary in Holman, has been there for 20 plus years or has been teaching almost for 30 years. But don't tell her that. I'll get in trouble, Matt. But bottom line is, you know, they will retire because they've got so many years of service in. And after a point in time, it may not make sense for them to continue to work to maximize their pension. So sometimes it's in a date or it's an event. I can think of, you know, situations where people have reached a certain pinnacle in their career and they've just made the decision that now that I've hit this level, it's time for me to retire. A lot of times those happen a lot because of pensions. They hit an age or they hit an income level and they say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to You know, just it's time because it's no longer going to be beneficial for me to continue to work. One of the craziest reasons is I've had people just basically come in and say, I've been thinking about retiring for years and now it's just time. Sometimes they know. Sometimes you just, you know, as one of my clients said to me who actually put in her notice, oh, about about three weeks ago after we met, we've we've been meeting with them now for about five years and she basically said, you know, it just was time. I just wasn't enjoying work. I went to a conference. It wasn't that much fun. It's just really a job, and I want to be a full-time grandma. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great reason to do it. They're looking for something new in their lives, or maybe it's just time for a chapter to end. And then finally, there's the business owner. And Uh, This is by far the most fascinating group of people that I work with, and I work with a lot of business owners, Um, and there's all kinds of different things. I I talk to probably a business owner a week who tells me that they're considering retiring or would like to retire. The biggest problem that they have is finding someone that will buy the business and will continue the business the way that they feel it should should be run. Finding that buyer that has the experience, that has the revenue, that can continue to practice, if it's a business, it could be a restaurant, it could be a whole bunch of different things, a retail shop, you have to find someone with the money and the and the treasure that's able to buy it. Second, uh, in the it, it, it's the person's life. So, you know, I, I have one owner that has literally, he's now in his, his late 60s, um, has literally talked about retirement for the last 15 years. But- I honestly don't know what he'd do. He wants to retire. He'd love to find someone to take it over, but his whole, all of his capital is in there. He is able to draw a good wage. He's able to live real well, but he's not, but, but I don't know what he would do in the morning if he didn't have the business to go into. A new strategy that we're doing with a lot of business owners is try to sort of half retire. And what I mean by that is that they give up some parts of the practice or the business, and they really do their best to step away. This can be very hard. And then they let the other, you know, other people run it. And they're maybe only there 50% of the time. I have a client that's always done all the sales for all their business. He's now he's collecting social security. He just turned full retirement age. And he hired his first salesperson. I was really excited for them. Um, They've hired a salesperson now. And so he'll be working now about 20 hours a week once the salesperson's up and running versus before he was working 70, 80 hours a week, which means if he's telling me he's going to work 20 hours a week, he'll probably work 30 or 40, but that's great. Fourth, you know, some business owners will sell the business, but actually keep the property and they'll rent it. That's a great way for them to get a check. And it's a way that they can discount the sale of the business that can help the new person. And, you know, I think that's where having an advisor like me that's worked with so many different business owners and helped them transition into retirement and help them find buyers. We've actually been a part of some of that. I, I, I think it's, it's really great. But again, trying to figure out why people retire is always fascinating to me. And, and it's something that we really have a lot of conversations about because one of my goals when I help somebody retire is I want them to retire by choice only one time. And what I mean by that, and it's sort of a crazy thing, is that I've had a ton of people who've retired that all of a sudden, six months or a year later, I'm getting a phone call and they're saying, you know, Mike, I'm not going to need as much money out of my accounts every month because I've gone back to work doing X, Y, Z. Now, sometimes they go right back into their same field. Sometimes if they own a business, they go back and work for their business with the new owners. Other times they're going and doing something completely new or different and all that's great. But like I said, I don't want someone to have to go back to work because they retired too soon and they didn't have enough money, which I think is, you know, really a crucial thing. So it's a real fine line. You want to find the right reason to retire, and then you need to really find the right time to retire.
1: Well, that, was, that was a lot because there's so much, especially when it comes to the business owner. That's That to me is so absolutely fascinating that so very few people take all of those other aspects, Mike, that you just brought up in that Uh, In that few minutes are explaining that before we kind of not necessarily wrap up today's podcast, but you really triggered a bunch of other things with me, which is a lot more about fear, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yes, you know, the why behind it, but there are some, some real fears that you have to assuage when you're talking to, especially people in pre-retirement, would you mind sharing some of those things with us? Well, I've got four
2: really big fears. And the biggest one is from a money standpoint, this is, this is sort of ironic, Matt, you know, living too long doesn't really seem like it should be a bad thing. Does it, you know, bottom line is living too long should be great. Right, Matt? Sure. (laughs) But the fear is, is that if I live too long, what's going to happen? I'm going to run out of money. So, you know, that's one of the biggest issues is that, you know, when people retire is I don't want to be in a position where I'm going to run out of money. And we really have to have a long conversation about that. And that's, again, why, you know, if it makes sense, you know, I've had people say to me, God, I want to retire at 62. I've got to retire at 62. I can start taking my social security diet. And you say, but, you know, if you wait till 63, your social security is going to go up substantially by like 8% per year for the rest of your life just by waiting one year. You know, that's the biggest jump that Social Security takes is that first year. So it may or may not make sense to take it then. And oh, by the way, if you put another year's worth of income into your pot where you're not taking money out of your reserves, but you're actually adding to your reserves, what is that going to do? So a lot of times we can work with people on the live too long by saying, you know, let's be really realistic about when we start retirement, you know, and again, if working an extra year of working an extra year and a half of figuring out how you're going to be able to pay for health insurance, because again, those early years can be super, super expensive because you're also going to be very busy. Bottom line is the live too long. We can fix if maybe it just work a little bit longer. And the other thing is I have a ton of clients, Matt, and this is this is really a lot of fun. Where we sit down and we say, yes, I can retire at, let's say, 63. Everything's in line. But, you know, I don't like my job. The world's okay. It's not a horrible place. Um, you know, and and I guess if I get frustrated, I can throw my hands up and I can walk out the door at any time. I actually have had that conversation with numerous, numerous people. I'm thinking of a client that I have right now. And it's funny because we're now in year three of having the conversation of, you know, I'm not quite yet ready to retire because I can leave my job at any time. So now the job's gotten to be a lot more fun. And the neat thing in that case is, you know, it allowed their social security to go up by that 8% and then the 7% and the 7%. And now I think they are going to retire. She's going to retire at age 65. So not only do we have more money in the social security pot, but we also have more money in the 401ks and the pensions, and we haven't had to start to use it. And frankly, I think if you talk to her, she'd tell you she's had the best two or three years of her career because she knew at any point in time she could say, I'm out the door. And 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 I think her employer's been happy because she's been a lot happier. So it's a win-win. But to live too long is a fear that a lot of people have, and it's something that we spend a lot of time with. You know, the second biggest fear in retirement is health care. We know that health care costs are going to be high. Bottom line is there's no way around that, Matt, it, no matter how we look at it. As you get older, it gets more expensive. Heck, I, I mean, I'm only in my 50s and my body is falling apart. It's just absolutely no fun. But bottom line is, you know, one of the fears is what, how, how am I going to pay for my health insurance? What is Medicare going to look at? What are we going to have to pay? And how expensive is it going to be? So health care costs going up are big. Especially if you are retiring before 65, you must, must, must have a very good health care plan. Also, the other big thing that people fear is inflation. Prices rising too much. We have been in a historically low inflation time. You know, it has been very, very We we haven't had the huge increases. You know, I mean if you even look at our energy prices and our costs They've stayed relatively low. So that's a fear It's not one I hear as much It's one people should be worried about because all you have to do is look at you know What was the price of a stamp, you know 20 years ago or 30 years ago, you know and, and and again? I don't need to go through that but but again people fear that the costs are gonna go up and it's gonna be harder for me to retire and then finally This is a question I get all the time is what do I do if the market goes down right after I retire? You know, what if you pick the absolute, you know, if you retired on 910, you know, of, of, you know, 9, you know, 911. What if you what if you had retired on 910 and you had to start taking money out right away? You know, there are some great things that you can do and that we do with our clients and we will do this five years out. 10 years out. We met with somebody. I met with somebody a couple weeks ago that's going to retire in about three years. You know, the market has been doing pretty well so far in this first quarter of 2019. So, bottom line is, we actually went through and reallocated some dollars and put some money into some safe areas because one of the things that we will do to help offset that is we will set up a bucket strategy so that you know no matter what that you will have an income plan so that if in that first five or 10 years we do have a period of down markets, we have money set aside that's going to cover your budget, that's going to make sure that you're able to retire so that we can sort of set that fear back. But it is a huge fear. What if I pick the wrong date to retire? And you know, that that and it frankly, it's it scares me, too, because that's the last thing I want to do with someone is, you know, have them retire and then have everything just sort of fall off the, the face of the earth. So we structure it in a way that that's not going to happen. And, you know, and we we put a plan in place if you go through all of our plans that that you're going to be OK and we're going to be ready for that.
1: All right. Let's uh, let's actually just take a look at some closing thoughts here. Right. Uh, We've covered a lot of ground today, which is really cool because you're doing a great job of giving us a brief overview uh, of of a lot of the issues. And and in later podcasts, we're going to dive into each of these a little bit more deeply. But closing thoughts. So so uh, the people listening to the podcast right now, if there's anything uh, out of that, you know, anything that you said earlier or uh, anything new that you kind of want to take this and and just put it in a nice little bow or a bucket, uh, what would you have to say?
2: Well, I, I think first and foremost, when I talk about retirement planning, I think there's two different things you have to look at. You have to look at the money, and then I think you have to look at your life. I mean, the money is obviously a huge factor. I mean, you don't want to retire. You don't want to stop working and then not be able to do anything. So you want to have a plan, and you want to have the best financial situation, Matt, that you can be in. I firmly believe that that is incredibly important. And, you know, what we will do with you is we will sit down and we will build that retirement income model for you. We will help you put that all together so that you know that financially you should be okay. Um, We'll help you build the budget. We've got some great tools with that. But I think that's only a part of the retirement discussion. I firmly believe you need to spend almost as much time, if not more time, on what am I going to do when I retire? Now, for some people, it's easy. I mean, you know, my clients who are retiring and are actually going to move up to the cities because they are going to be full-time nannies um, for their grandchildren. They're very excited about that because in, in, in this case, you know, their parents had helped them out you know, with their kids and they want to spend that time with their grandchildren and they want to really get to know their grandchildren and they want to be there to help their kids. But for many people, you know, it's always fascinating to me because I talk to people all the time after they retire, you know, and and it's like, you know, so the first few weeks, you just sort of feel like you're on vacation, man. And then all of a sudden you sit back and you go, okay, now what am I going to do? And I think you want to sort of have a pre-retirement if you can get where you can take longer vacations from your work, even if it isn't paid, and you can go out and you can do some different things so you can put a plan together of what you're going to do after you retire, I, I think that's hugely important because you still need to have, you know, a purpose. You still need to have things that you want to do and things that, places you want to go to have fun because, you know, that's the biggest thing I see. And, and, you know, that's why a lot of people end up going back to work in a way is that they decide, you know, I want to have contact with folks. I want to be busy, and one of the ways we do that now, Matt, is through work. So, in a in a nutshell, I think the key is to have a plan. I think the key is to have a long conversation, and then I also think it's really important that the person that you're going to work with to help you transition, because you know, you again, we want you only to retire one time. You want to find someone that's going to be there that can help you answer the questions and that can come up with questions for you to know. Does it make sense? And is this the right time for us to be doing this so that we can, you know, make sure that we can address the four biggest fears and so that you are truly comfortable in
1: retirement? Magnificent. And those four spheres, you know, living too long, health care costs going up, prices rise too much, and then the market uh, goes down right after you retire. You know, Mike, I want to personally thank you because I know the sort of um, outside of the numbers aspect of of financial planning is, is really what you excel at. The, it's the relationship, you know, you, the one thing that you can't do with software is to find out a person's why in retirement, right? You can't find the answers to the questions that you talked about today. It's really about a relationship and a conversation. And you have had hundreds and hundreds of relationships with people and helped so many people retire over the last, how many years have you been doing this again?
2: Well, I looked the other day, 1983, is when I started in the field working with Northwestern Mutual Life wow. as an intern at UW Stevens Point. So I've been in that that pretty near is
1: thirty six years. Wow, wow, that, well, that, makes, that makes me really old. Right? <laughs> well, I see, and I personally would rather look at it as you're very experienced, right? Which is uh, you can look at it both well, ways, my friend.
2: Well, and I, I think it's really interesting because I've I've watched how retirements changed. You yeah. know, back in the old days, everybody just had a pension and it was easy. Yeah. That's not the case anymore, Matt. You really need to have that whole financial team. And I I think that's what makes it interesting. And, you know, I have a great team here, too, that backs me up so that, you know, if you do have questions and if you need help, we can do it. Plus, we also work with all your other financial professionals because we haven't even talked about taxes, but your whole tax world changes. And you got to have that conversation and be able to have the conversation with your tax preparer, your accountant, so that, again, I mean, it's great you've made all this money, but do you want to give it all to your uncle? most people don't. Yeah. And, and that's something, Matt, we work with people as to how do are we going to take the money
1: out and how are we going to make it work? And all of you will have to stay tuned because we will definitely be addressing all of those topics and so much more on the financial heartbeat. Mike, thank you very much for your thought leadership today. Thanks, Matt. Have a wonderful day, everybody. If you have not subscribed to this podcast yet, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time a new podcast comes out, it shows up directly on your listening device. And if you know somebody who's preparing for retirement or who only truly wants to retire once, like Mike was talking about today, share this podcast with them. It's 20 some odd minutes of really great information, and it's a wonderful way for you to make an introduction to your friends and family too, to Mike and his firm to make sure that they're going to have the retirement that they've always wanted. Try to find somebody who's helped hundreds and hundreds of people retire. Find somebody who's willing to have these deeper conversations, because that's what separates all of the stuff online and the run-of-the-mill financial services professional. It's that personal touch, which you definitely get at Cloud Key Investments. So for everybody uh, at Cloud Key Investments and, and for, uh, you know, for everybody who is uh, bearing this magnificently long winter, we'll see you on the other side of the mic
0: very soon. Thank you for listening to the Financial Heartbeat Podcast with Mike Klauke. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you have questions for Mike, please call him at 608-782-1642. Visit his website at www.klaukefinancial.com or stop in for a visit at 635 Second Avenue South on Alaska, Wisconsin 54650. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Cloukey Investments and Insurance does not give legal or tax advice. Cloukey Investments and Insurance and Securities America, Inc. are separate entities.